Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And we are continuing uh, the show from last week where we were talking about uh where we were talking about the silent war. And we were talking about the uh, the genocide that's going on right now. Um uh, in America, and we're talking about uh, we were talking about the uh, the subject of, of of you know what's going on in America, and um, we're waiting for Miss Elaine Riddick to give us a call on the line. Um, but I have my uh, my my co-host for the day, uh, Miss Catherine. She's on the line with us right now, and. Uh, I'm going to open up with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you for all the things that you have brought our way. We give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. We thank you for all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Man, this has been a week. <laughs> this has been a week of all kinds of crazy things going on in the White House. All kinds of crazy things going on in the in the major cities. We we know about the situation in Detroit. We know about the situation in Chicago, and and we also know about the situation here in Atlanta. And one of the heartbreaking stories that uh that I was following this week was the was the murder of uh, of a young five year old girl and her mother. And then uh later on I found out about another three year old uh that was killed. You know, we gotta stop killing each other. I mean, enough is enough. I mean, the children are innocent. They ain't got nothing to do with whatever your problem is as an adult. You know, they didn't ask to come here. They didn't ask to be here. But, but you know, all of this mess about killing the children, uh, I mean, and, 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 and what, you know, what is wrong with our men? I mean, what is wrong with the men when they got to, uh, when they got to uh, take out these kind of things? Okay, I got Ms. Ritter calling in. Let me try to get her on the line with us. Hold on just a second. Hello? Hello. You're on the, you're on the line with us right now. And and, and, and Ms. Ritter, I was asking, I was talking about the the murder of uh, of a young five-year-old girl this, this week that we've been talking about and her mother. And then 
there was a murder of another three-year-old little girl. And, you know, I want to know what's going on with the men when they want to, when they want to, they want to kill the mother and they want to kill the children. What What is going on with our people? I mean. You know, you know, the only thing I can say, and a lot of us, we need to get some mental health. You know, the devil is running rampant throughout the earth. And the problem is that we don't get treatment. It, the problem is already there. Mm. The problem is already there. And then we become possessed by the devil. We're already having mental illness. But then this is when the devil actually can invade a person's body and cause them to do these, these uh, uh, terrible things. I mean, that's okay. just my opinion. Yeah, okay, but, but, okay, but, okay, now we, okay, now, I'm, what I'm talking, okay, I'm talking about these young men, okay, killing the, killing the mother, killing the young lady because, like, apparently she's trying to break up with them or don't want them in their life or whatever, and then they turn around and kill the children, too. Uh, I'm, I'm going to flip it over to uh, Miss Catherine and see what is going on with our men. What's, what's happening with that? Well, I, I don't think it's so much of uh, men. I think it's just a collective, um, uh, a, a collective issue that we, as a family of um, a, a, a nation, need to deal with. And mental health is one of those issues, one of the very important issues that we must deal with in our communities. But when it comes to protection of our children and our women. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. The man's supposed to be the protector. The man's supposed to be the protector. What is, I mean, how are you going to go and kill this girl and then kill, then kill the babies too? Well, like the sisters were just saying, a lot of that has to do with what is in a person's heart. Um, so if that's in the in, in a person's heart, then that basically is really not a sign of someone who is dealing with a a one a one mind or one body or one soul. Um, they're dealing with the they're dealing with a more principles of uh, uh, principalities. Than they are mm. so much dealing with a spiritual, mm. um, a, a, a spirit, a, a spirit, uh, even a good spirit. But like I said, yeah, men are supposed to be our protectors, um, but you know, uh, women are the first protectors. We are the first protectors. Um, even when we bring our children to the world, we are the first protectors of our of our children. So when you deal with um, issues in our communities, we have to look at the women's role in our communities. You know, what are we doing, you know, as far as raising our sons, you know, to okay. be protected? So um, we got to look at a lot of issues. You know, these are not things. Some things are learned behavior. Some things are, um, are, 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 are just a um, um, environmental yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Environmental. Right. Mhm. Mm right. Mhm. Mm all right. All right, y'all. So this is round two. <laughs> this is round two, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> this is round two. Now you was kicking off at the end of the show, and uh, I guess we'll let you start off from there because uh, they are they they are they are literally what, what do you call it? Uh, robbing our womb. What? What? How do you put that? They're snatching us. They're lynching us in the womb. Lynching us in the womb. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, and then, see, they stop lynching us on the tree, 
and then they start wound lynching. You know, and like I said earlier, you know, what we are dealing with, these evil forces that's out there, remember we have, it's this, this stuff is in our DNA. It's, it's part of our makeup. And what we're doing is we are following someone else's example because if you go back, we used to have 15 and 20 children, and we made sure all of them ate. We didn't have none of this stuff that's going on in the world today. We're looking at the people over there. Everybody wanted to be like the Joneses. So let the Jones kill their kids. But that don't mean that we have to be like them. And it is not a nice thing to do. Like the woman that bought, the black woman that bought, cooked the two white kids last week. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'm saying. You know, these people, these are demonic evil forces that have taken over these people's bodies. Mental illness is already there. But when a person suffers from mental illness, those are the weak people that the devil can easily invade. Look at Jesus when the devil tried to tempt him. Look how strong he is. Now, the devil won't try to tempt me because I know what it is. And I can fix myself where I can fight against these principalities. But unfortunately, we sit here in silence. And we don't say nothing. And we think that these issues are going to fix itself. Okay. Well, I'm going to let Miss Catherine come in. What do you think about the lynching of our womb? Well, I think it's something that has um, continued to happen to us um, since slavery. Um, we have always been the target of, of um, uh, what do you want to call um, the women. Woman has always been the target. I know men want to um, also say that, you know, they they were the biggest target doing um, slavery, but it was actually the woman. Mm-hmm. So the woman was the one they brought the, the, the children for. And, um, you know, if the woman is to protect her from the beginning, then they did what they could do to break the woman to make our men submissive and our children submissive. So they have always we have always been the target of um mm. yeah, my lord always. my and, lord and not only have you know not on, let me tell you something see these people have us thinking that we can that we can take pain remember i forgot his name again oh god what was the doctor's name the one that was sterilizing women and um Andrew. Yeah, he was taking them in his backyard and wasn't giving them anesthesia, you know. So we have a whole bunch of stuff that we have to deal with, you know. He was sterilizing them and and cutting and gutting them open without anesthesia because they thought that we were strong people. And we can even go farther than that as well. You know, again, you know, when it comes to the lynching of our womb, I mean, when it comes to black women, and black men relationship, you have to also focus on what they did to us, how they had the woman sleep with her son when they was producing, and how they had the men sleeping with the daughter. They would put a bag over their heads and have them to submit to these sort of crimes. You know, so we have a whole lot to deal with. We have a whole lot of issues that we need to confront instead of just pushing them back in the back, because as long as we push them in the back, we're not going to wait. We're, it's going to continue to be with us. So, you know, when they 
And then after they didn't want uh, us to uh, produce anymore, that's when they start lynching the wound. Then they start because they figured they couldn't feel, feed all these millions of people. You know, this is something that has been, they wanted a one-race people. They wanted blonde hair, blue eyes. This is according to Margaret Singer and Planned Parenthood and all these mm-hmm. other eugenicists. You know, so the whole thing is like we have been targeted, like Catherine said, you know, from time, from the minute of slavery, especially when they had our black men land on a ship and they were raping them. I forgot what, I think it's but Bustin, when they was raping our men and they were castrating them between two horses, putting tying them up and splitting them. The same thing they did with the women. So we have a lot of trauma built up in us. And it's in, our, it's in the DNA. And it's, it's in our DNA. It's in our DNA, you know, because everything that they do, I mean, look at the water, look at the food, look at the, uh, what is it, the RNA interference technology. Look at everything that they're doing. They're not doing anything to benefit well, us. They're well, doing well, everything well, well, to well, kill well, us. Radio listeners, well, radio listeners, can you explain the RNA theory again? Uh, the RNA interference technology is how they're targeting out the crops through uh, splicing. And what they're doing is they're poisoning the food and that targets blacks' DNA. A white person can eat that same food, but it's something that attracts it to our DNA. My Lord. And, 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 and okay, and we're gonna have to we we're gonna have to be proactive in in, in, in our strategies of fighting this because we're gonna have to start identifying these foods. And what I tell everyone to grow your own food. I mean, I mean, you say, well, well, oh, come on, Reverend, again, uh, that's again. I, I live in an apartment. How I'm going to grow my own food. Well, you can on get your a deck. big flower bucket. You can get a big flower bucket. You can grow your tomatoes. You can grow something. You can grow your things. And I mean, and we're going to have to start being proactive in this because we know they're using the food and we know that they're using the water. Okay, so we're going to have to stop playing and acting like these things are not happening. When, when, we, look at the, when we look at the statistics of, of diabetes, Okay, when we look at the statistics of the of the of cancer, the, the, yeah, the cancer and all the things that are happening that are targeting our people, we're going to have to open up our eyes. Okay, I'm gonna flip it back to Catherine and let her jump in there because I think she had some some interesting things she was saying in the last broadcast. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... I try to deal more with um, our solutions. I, I think that the state of Black America um, is well aware of uh, what's going on um, in in our community. Um, I think they're well aware of what's going on uh, when it comes to our food, water, air. Um, I, I try to more focus on what are, what are our solutions um, to the state of our um, people. So, um, like you said, we should start growing our own food. We need to stop. Yes. We need to stop consenting to all of these. Um, um, like your sister was saying, we got to stop consenting to a, a lot of these things that are happening. Okay. Us. Okay. Well, look at look at what happened with the Popeyes incident. Where everybody went out there and spent all that money on Popeyes that day. I mean, right. just on just on a, on a whim. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. Y'all take it. Go ahead, sister. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm agreeing with everything, but what I think really is that, you know, we do have to join forces and we have mm-hmm. to stop allowing people to dictate to us about what is right and what is wrong. You know, and I, I see that's one of the biggest problems that the black community have to deal with. You know, when they talk about the sterilization, you can't get your food stamps, you can't get this unless you submit to this. You know, look at what they did to our children. See, most of our children, and when they were in, when they started, when they left our home to go to school, they were fine. But then once they got into uh, um, first grade, second grade, they start giving them this riddling. See, and that's another issue right there that causes our young boys to be resentful because we don't know what these drugs that they're giving us or giving our children, we don't know the effects of these drugs because all of these, this stuff that they're giving to our kids has, uh, you know, it, 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 it affects them in some kind of way, you know, okay. whether it's yeah. mental Can illness. Can we talk about the vaccines also that seem to be affecting only us with the, with the, uh, with, with this? Uh, well, the PVH, the, PV, the, uh, the HPV vaccines are now detrimental. When our kids go into kindergarten and go into daycare now, is they have men, it's mandatory that they give this HPV vaccine to our little toddlers. And this is killing, and this is causing these uh, older kids to become paralyzed, and if it's killing them, what do you think it's going to do to our babies? See, but we don't say, we don't get up and say nothing. We just wait until it happens, and then when our baby becomes dead or paralyzed or some type, develops some form of mental illness, then we want to say something. But right now the government has it where even if the child do develop some of these um, uh, uh, side effects, you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And this is talking about our toddlers, HPV vaccines. And, 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 the children, and the children are coming out with this, uh, this hyperactiveness, what do they call it, uh, Hypertension. Um, uh, they're coming out. I mean, now before before they had the vaccine, before they took the vaccine, they were okay. And then all of a sudden, after they take that the vaccine, all of these signs are being seen in our children. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to be proactive about what we're doing. We're gonna have to realize that that, that these that these these things this is this is really biological warfare. It sure yeah, is, and just. And just like the MMR vaccine, once they start, and then they're lacing the MMR vaccine with Depo-Provera or some other type of tetanus vaccine, they're lacing this stuff and they're giving it to our young boys, which turning them into homosexuals. Mm. I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, let's get this stuff out here and get it real. This is what they're doing. They're targeting black people. They're like with the Depo-Provera, when it was first used, it was used in Georgia. All these women developed cancer and died and didn't even know what, what, what it was from. But look at what they're giving us. Look at the chemicals. Look at most black people today that go in the hospital or, or go to the doctor and, and the doctor tell them they have cancer, don't have cancer. We're talking about pharmaceutical, selling pharmaceutical uh, uh, um, uh, products. 
and the doctors are profiting off of Medicaid and Medicare. Mm-hmm. And they're using black people because the majority of, black, of people that get these uh, benefits are black people. So they're robbing the government. You don't have cancer. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have cancer. This is making them a profit. And you get tired. And then, then they go and then they give them the radiation and the chemo for something that they don't have. We're not guinea pigs, people. And it's time to wake up from this deep sleep that we that we're in. You have to stand up and say, No, we're not gonna be your targets anymore. You will not target our children. You will not target our women. You will not target our men. Don't you know that it is that it is it has been written when the police shoots a black person down that it has been given from uh, uh, from higher ups that it's okay to kill you. It's okay to kill you, but yet and still you remain silent. And being silent given is giving the permission. And having them think that you're stupid and you're not conscious enough to see and know what they're doing to you. It's time to wake up now. We've been in this sleep so long. It's time to fight back. I mean, they kill you, they can't eat you. Okay, well, well, we have another we have another issue when we're talking about the sterilization of our of our young black women, okay, how do we, how do you suppose we combat that? I'm, I'm going to, and I'm asking both of you all, how do we combat that? Catherine? Okay, okay. well, we combat it by not being, not consenting to a system. As long as we consent to a system, we have to understand that we are, we are going to be the ones who are going to be used as these targets when we are in their system. We have to come out of their system, create our own system, like school systems, for instance. If we had our own school, we wouldn't have to worry about our children going out there. That's right. right. That's right. So we won't require them to take one. So everything that we're dealing with is basically in their system, and it's just like being in a cage. So if they put all of us in a cage system, um, then they can do what they want to do to us. It's about us consenting to a system. So once we come out of this system and start taking care of ourselves and taking care of our own people, taking care of you know our our, our own uh, needs, basic needs, then we will become better, a better people. You look at our doctors. A lot of black people don't go to black doctors because they don't think black doctors are educated enough. I mean, that's stemmed <laughs> from way back when. If a, white, if a doctor ain't white, he ain't right. Okay. <laughs> so now you're going to these white doctors and they're diagnosing you with everything under the sun, and you don't have it. Lupus, cancer. You know, that's one of the biggest flaws of all, cancer. You got people taking chemotherapy that don't even need chemotherapy. And these doctors are owning these um, chemotherapy um, um, places. You got doctors that own dialysis centers. 
and they that and they're diagnosing black people with dialysis with um kidneys that don't need it. And that don't even it. need it. Mm-hmm. Right. So now they are taking advantage of, of, of the system, but you know what we can do for say is we got to come out of the system. If we want to live better, be healthy, be wealthier, we got to come out of the system. And also to add to that, and also to add what she's saying, um, we have to bring back the black family, the man, the woman, and children, and a child. And we have to take back our rights from the government because, as the government is saying right now, you don't belong to your family, you belong to the state. We have to get the state, our, our, the government out of our home. I mean, they come in there, they take your children, call it medical kidnapping, and they put them in the foster care because each child in foster care, if they're normal, they bring, and when they are sold into adoption or something, they bring in $4,000, you know, by C, what is it, CPS? They bring in, they make $4,000 a head off of each child, and if the child has any kind of deformity, it's, it's $2,000. So the thing about it, what I'm saying is we have to get the, the the government out of our homes. We have to bring the family. We have to get our family unit back in order where it used to be because that's one of the reasons why the man had to leave the house is so that they could have control of the woman. But now we need to bring out, now that we know this, we need to bring our men back in the house and keep the government out. Well, the only way we're going to do that is that we form our own system again, like I was saying. We form our own social service system within our nation. Uh, we start in our communities. We put our we got to start nation building. That's right. We got to start nation building. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Put our so our social workers into our own communities. We put our healthcare workers into our own communities. We look after our elderly. We look after our children. We look after our families. That's the only way that we're going to get the system out the you know the system out of our homes. We have to put something in place. Something and bring back place. this. Yes. And bring back the extended family. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know where the grandmother and the great grandmother lived in the house with the family, and the family had to go to work. We didn't worry about daycare and all of this stuff. That's right. You know, because our neighbor, it takes a whole, it takes a community to raise a child. And when we were coming up, that's exactly what it was. We didn't worry about having to, you know, go to school. And if we did something wrong, we were disciplined by our neighbors. And then we were disciplined by our family. But see, this is what happened. They used that reverse psychology on this and took everybody out and just left the black woman you know, on her own. Where they could, where they could, where they could uh, handle and, and manipulate the family. Remember, was it London B. Johnson that told? Was it Linda B. Johnson or was it Nixon? It was one of them that said, you know, get the man out the house and we'll do this for you. We will put you up. We will put you in school. Mm-hmm. You know, we will build your project. And then this when the project our life came in. And then they started putting uh, liquor stores on every corner. And then black women started becoming promiscuous. It wasn't something that that, that we were taught to be when we had that extended, extended family. You know, it was something that happened after they had taken the black man out of the home. Deliberately. 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 
Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, y'all. Well, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we we are we are tackling some of the some of the tough and hard issues. And I mean, it's it's you know this broadcast is telling you to do one thing. Uh, Miss Elaine Riddick and Miss Catherine, they're both telling you the same thing. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. I mean, I mean, how long are you going to sit back and pretend like these things are not happening when every day you're looking at your television and you're seeing our children being gunned down in the street and you're seeing all of these things that are happening, you know, they are lynching our womb. So, okay, we only have 90 seconds left, so I'm going to ask you all to take a couple of minutes to talk about who you are and, and, to, um, and to say what's going on and to go ahead and give your final statement. Uh, go ahead, Ms. Elaine. Uh, my name is Elaine Riddick. I am the president, CEO of the Rebecca Project for Justice. I am a victim of the, of the North Carolina uh, forced steriliz- eugenics forced sterilization program. Okay. Ms. Catherine? Yes, my name is Catherine Debo. I am the owner of United Healthcare Resource Services. I um, work with children, families uh, with mental health issues. I work in our communities. Um, I work at trying to solve some of the issues in our communities, and that's what our organization does. Okay. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I pray that this is a wake-up call for you. All right, I challenge you to go ahead and research everything that we were talking about. Go ahead and research it for yourself, and you're going to see that we are working for you. It's time to wake up. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I want to thank my guests for coming on the show today. Peace and blessings.